story unveils something you and I need to hear, know, and experience in our hearts. The truth that God pursues us in extreme and magnificent ways. Second, it provides a glimpse of God's eternal purposes. Reggie's appointments with heaven, woven through life stories, reveal that God has a plan for each one of us. A plan that includes pain, surprises, and joy. And that there is a reason for everything under the sun, if we choose to see it. And now may you, the reader, treasure this book for what it is, an appointment with heaven that will make you smile and cry as you soak it in. Choosing to See God in All of Life, Mary Beth and Stephen Curtis Chapman P.S. As an addendum to this foreword, I, Mary Beth, would like to remind you that behind every good man there is an even greater woman, LOL. But in the case of Dr. Reggie Anderson, it's true. Karen is a woman who lives out the fruit of the Spirit. I have witnessed her giving of herself to her husband, children, and friends in amazing and unselfish ways. She has taught me to seek and pursue peace, and she's full of wisdom. Without Karen, there is no Reggie, and everyone who knows them knows this to be true. I am indebted to her for the encouragement she has been to me and to my children. I love you, sweet friend. Part 1. If there's a God, where was he? Chapter 1. The Patient. September 2011, Ashland City Hospital, Ashland City, Tennessee. He was an 82-year-old proud Alabama boy, lying in the intensive care unit, and while I didn't yet know his time of death, I already knew the cause. For more than a year, he had been struggling with myelodysplastic syndrome. His bone marrow had stopped producing the blood cells needed to fight off infection. He was immunocompromised and had developed a severe staph infection that was almost impossible to treat. His body had become septic, and the inflammation was devastating his organs. I knew his days were numbered, but I couldn't stand the thought of his passing. I had known him all my life. He was a teacher and a farmer intelligent and determined, proud and stubborn. He was also a man of great faith. He didn't see any reason to prolong his life on earth past the purpose God had for him. Like many of my elderly patients, he believed that he had an appointment with heaven and that Jesus was waiting for him on the other side. As a doctor, I've seen what happens to the patient whose loved ones hang on too long. They desperately cling to their family member demanding that doctors use extraordinary means to keep that person here, when really the dying believer just wants to slip gently to the other side. Sometimes doctors can postpone a patient's death for weeks or months, but it often involves drastic measures with the person being kept alive by machines and feeding tubes. The patient's quality of life isn't what relatives expect when they initially make the decision, and it's rarely what a patient desires. Whenever God called him home, he was ready. I didn't want this patient kept alive by machines, and he didn't want it either. But I had good reason to lengthen his life. He had a close extended family, some of whom lived out of town and wanted a chance to say goodbye. With intensive medical intervention, I could postpone his death long enough to allow them the opportunity to see him one last time. His family wasn't ready to let him go and I understood that in the most intimate way possible. I wasn't ready for him to be gone either. 
I thought of other deaths I had witnessed, including an unforgettable experience that happened while I was a medical resident. Throughout medical school, I had taken care of dying patients, but this was the first time that I, as the senior resident, would be the one in charge when a patient died. I didn't know what to expect. Dr. Anderson, the elderly woman began, her voice starting to fade. Will you hold my hand? I'm going to see Jesus, and I need an escort. That night, I experienced the veil parting, the veil that separates this life from the next. As I held the dying woman's hands, I felt the warmth of her soul pass by my cheek when it left her body, swept up by an inexplicably cool breeze in an otherwise stagnant room. I smelled the familiar fragrance of lilac and citrus, and I knew the veil was parting to allow her soul to pass through.